Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Week 13, sent some good vibes across the NFL this weekend. Some also interesting outcomes. So we got the drive through ready to go for the NFL. And we finish off with double checking in on Colby's NBA tiers. So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, Jalen. So we're here on a lovely Monday night. Um, and we got, you know, not the prettiest Monday night football game, but it, it's how it goes. Brady, uh, the Saints look like they're going to get him again. The NFC South, uh, as we're saying this, they're up 16 to three in the fourth. The South is the worst division ever. It's like the Falcons. So the Bucks will be still be in first, even with this loss, barely, because the. Well, wait, wouldn't the Saints throw their hat in the ring now? Well, technically yeah. they have eight losses, so but... Yeah, they're like a half game up. The Bucks are fought, will be 5-7, and seven, and the Saints and Falcons both 5-8. and eight. But the Saints... But the Bucks already beat them once, so I don't know who will have the tiebreaker. Oh, probably the Bucks because the Saints lost... Well, no, they both lost to the Panthers, actually. So, I don't know. The Panthers are still in it, insanely. Despite the gross for NFC South. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Really start this episode off with a bang you know really really are <laughs> that's how the monday nighter is going before we look back at the rest of this week <laughs> 16 to 3 such a such a beautiful nfc south game so what else what else is there to expect from them really yeah so that's that's crazy the nfc playoffs are gonna be so bizarre this year this is gonna be like the weirdest playoffs i'm not saying it's bad like it's pretty entertaining i think it- so all the playoffs this year is going to be interesting. We'll be talking about that later, though. That is the segment that our post segment for this review. So, yeah. all right. So on to the one o'clock slate. If you're good with that, anything else you mm-hmm. want to talk about Brady in his old age? No, not really. He's just old. He's Brady. So that's about yeah. it. All right. So the first one I have um, is the Steelers. That's the first one that came up. They in 1916 over Atlanta. This was obviously the game I watched the most, was paying the most attention to. Um, you know, it wasn't pretty. It never is. But it was also never really in doubt. This was a very similar game. I said the Steelers, what did I call? That they were going to go sweep the NFC South gauntlet to get some wins here to build their confidence for Kenny Pickett. Now 3-0 against the NFC South. There you go. Mariota. I mean, honestly, feels bad, but like I keep saying, the more I watch the Falcons, my takeaway is just, man, like Desmond Ritter must probably is not good, Jalen. Like, feels bad to say that, but like if he can't beat out, like Mariota's terrible. He's we haven't heard a peep about Desmond Ritter. Ma- Mariota was that game was never in jeopardy. I was like, even at the end when like they were the Steelers. I'll try not to go too long. They our red zone offense is still terrible. Pickett is great in between the 20s, for sure. They have some red zone issues. Um, but Pickett, you know, he hasn't had a turnover in four games now. He's getting yeah. some learnings, getting it done. Not beautiful, but he's he's been good enough. And, yeah, Marcus Mariota, man. Like, it was it was never in doubt. They had the ball at then. I was like, Marcus Mariota's not going to do anything. First play, threw it right to Minka Fitzpatrick into the game. So I was like, yeah, 
It was never pushed yeah. out. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, Desmond Ritter, haven't heard a peep of. Confidence in Mariota, still very low. But that was something I'm glad you touched on, Kenny Pickett, because we did mention that in the preseason when we were talking about QBs and stuff playing, because that's what he did in preseason. He was really good on making decisions on the quick ball, quick throws and all that, getting the ball down the field. But he was also scoring in preseason, but that's preseason, obviously. It's different. So, you know, it, he, to see him, you know, finally get that get that little mojo that he had in preseason going, I definitely can bet it uh, feels good to be a Steelers fan to see some of that again, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, you know, it feels like I like what I've seen from Pickett. He's, he's yes, he still misses some throws. He still needs to improve in a lot of ways, but he's definitely getting better. And like the most important thing, not the most important thing, but like a big part of it also, he clearly seems like he's not going to be anyone who's like having issues or anything in the locker room. Like he's just kind of seems like a normal guy. He's pretty, seems to be able to keep his composure pretty well. And all the guys in the locker room seem to like him. Um, Pickens was mad because they weren't throwing him the ball, but I don't think anyone is mad at Kenny Pickett. They're more just hate the offensive coordinator, so that's a different yeah. issue. <laughs> but because they've all come out and said it, basically, like they've talked about how the play calling sucks. But I've seen it, yeah, I've seen the clip of Kenny Pickett going back to the sideline asking why are they running the ball or something like that. Like I think he was, and then I've seen the defense on the play call once they tackle somebody go. They're literally calling the same. Plays. Yeah, so it's not always been beautiful, but they're getting it done. <laughs> so see South games, and now they get Tyler Huntley next week. So <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that's a break. That's a huge break. Maybe, maybe, maybe. If yeah. they do, that is a huge break, though, because mm-hmm. I think they can beat Tyler Huntley. <laughs> All right. Oh yes, with a bruised rib, TJ. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that with Christian. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah. All right. On to your NFC North brethren, Packers 28, Bears 19. Mm. Um, The Colby Johnson Bears curse, I think we can say, is officially buried. No, it's still going. You're right. Oh, wait, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's buried. It's done. I've now picked the last three Bears games correctly, so the fading strategy has cooled off. You're not going to be disrespecting me by fading my picks anymore. (laughs) and i got the bears and lions both right in the same week this week for the first time um but yeah i mean honestly realistically i would have still rather seen jordan love play this game it would have been more interesting um the bears were up the bears are bad they're always gonna they lose the games um field still coming back from an injury and you know the packers always beat him rogers this might be the last that might be the last time rogers beats him Maybe not if he plays next year, but <laughs> it should be better. Um, so, yeah, the Bears are just bad, but, you know, they're going to be fun next year, I feel like. And I still feel like at some point we should see Jordan Love, but I guess the Packers are mathematically still in it, even though they really have no chance. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. The Bears, they should be fun next year. They're bad, and it sucks that Rodgers won because I did have the Bears to win this one. I was hoping the Bears would – uh pull out the pull out the dub and they were doing it for most of the game and then they they just fell apart like like a very very poorly built lego structure they they were they literally did but uh it's yeah i mean and here we are though we got the number two pick next year they won that game they would have been at number nine that's how close and the nfc and afc south pretty much makes that pick go all around the place and nfc south if you think about it 
like the whole that whole top 10 is just can be shuffled up at any moment at, at any moment so that's true you, yeah that, that was a big loss for them that was a big loss so it really helped them out in the future sense of things as for the packers you know they're not eliminated yet i think so because that win does keep them alive somewhat i'm pretty sure it's a long shot <laughs> yeah, it's very i was to they have to win out and i think the vikings have to pretty much lose out I'm talking about for the wild card. They're not getting the division. The Vikings have the division. I mean, yeah, we got to win one more game to eliminate the Lions from the division. <laughs> and it's ours. And then it's ours. But then those damn Lions. And we'll talk about that later. But, yeah. Well. Yeah, well, I'll just say, um, no, I agree with you on that. That FC. I mean, yeah, Packers still in it, but, like, not really. Um and as you said, we'll talk about it later, but not that much later. So the next game I have is Lions-Jags. The Lions 40, the Jags 14. Um, I picked the Lions. Uh, I, I picked Jags. <laughs> I did not think it would be – I was not that confident, but I did not think it would be that much. So credit to the Lions. They just went out there and just stomped them down the whole game. Uh, they're figuring it out, I think you say. Credit to him. Dan Campbell, happy for him. He, he's officially, I think, kept his job at this point. Like, they're clearly viable. They're getting better. They'll probably win one or two more games at the NFC. I bet they'll get to, like, seven wins. And that's pretty good, considering what they were at last year. I give them another year for sure, I think. Um, continue building the culture and the roster. Two top, one really high draft pick from the Rams, playing with house money. That's a huge win for the Lions. That was that was an impressive performance. Golf was in his bag. Yeah, that was a big win. I was surprised. That was just a blowout almost from start to finish. I thought when uh, Trevor Lawrence was going to go down and then he came back from the locker room, I was like, oh, he's playing play fired up. No, not really. No, the Lions kept a grip of the game and didn't look back. So, yeah, credit to them. And Colby, the reason why we were probably all uncertain for this game is because even the spread was only a minus one, so it was pretty much a toss-up pick game. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That was a crazy outcome, everyone. That was like, what was it? You said it was 40 to 16 or something like that? I got to understand. And they were at home, and that's, I think, what's the craziest thing. I think that's why this spread is going to be like that for the, other, for the upcoming game for the Vikings because they're at home. Anything can happen if the Lions are playing at home at this point. They are very good at home. That is true. They're on the. They defend Detroit. <laughs> yeah, they make Detroit proud. They make them stand up. Make them get up for some Detroit sports. That's true. Uh, that hasn't been around in a while. <laughs> and I don't think the Pistons are going to do it. I don't think. Not unless they get Webinyama. Um <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Only thing I would say about the Jags, like, yeah, they're still bad, but I mean, run it back. Obviously, next year, they'll have more chances to add players with draft picks and money and stuff. They'll get Calvin Ridley. So I do still think the Jags will eventually be good with Trevor Lawrence because I still think Trevor Lawrence is going to be pretty good. But, uh, yeah, it's it's rough sailing out there when you're on the Jags. He's learning that every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's even <laughs> both him and Doug Peterson. I think they're both learning that, you know, like even though they're they're both good, good people, good athletes and just good in football in general. You're in Jacksonville. You gotta, you gotta somehow overcome that. In the what is it, the skinny torpedo 
skinny, tight, whatever that Duvall was wearing, man. Whatever the hell Duvall was wearing. What the hell? <laughs> that mascot was on one. That thing, I wonder if he's going to do it again. That's the only question I have. Oh, I hope not. All right. <laughs> well, the only question I have for you, Jalen, to segue that. Okay. Is how do you feel about your Minnesota Vikings? Did you ever feel like that one was really in jeopardy, 27-22 over the Jets, where the Jets were just, like, trying to get as many field goals as anyone ever could, and they had, like, five field goals, right, or four or five? It was five, yeah. Five field goals and only one touchdown. Get it done with Mike White at the end. The Vikings were my only lock to hit, I will say, and then I'll let you go. Every time I've got the – my other lock's missed. Mother, the, every time I've put the Vikings as a lock, though, they hit. So I have a yeah. good feel for your Vikings this year. You have. You have, yeah. And uh, that it feels bad because the two times you did it, you were absolutely correct for putting those other two teams for the lock of that game as we <laughs> – be like, yeah, no, I'm definitely going back. I think you had the Cowboys for that for that weekend. You had the Eagles for the other for week two. So Eagles, I you, you are you, you might be just on a roll. That was a guaranteed no. like, you try you try to break me down to earth, and I still ignore it. But you know, I should probably I should I should listen more to it, have more faith whenever Colby and Kevin O'Connell's running this team. But uh, touchdown Buccaneers! There you go. This game and Tom Brady are right back in it. Wow. It's about to be 10 to 6. Here we go. Three minutes left. But back to my Vikings. Um, team ride. Uh, we didn't get memed. So good job, Vikings. Uh, I thought Mike White was going to meme us at the end because they didn't, but they didn't go for uh, Garrett Wilson, who was torching our DBs that day. I'm surprised they didn't go to him when the play mattered. But Braxton Berrios almost caught it. He literally was, he almost caught it. He just. You know, the ball just hit the ground. So um, big, big, once again, big, big break there for the Vikings. <laughs> Another close cardiac game. Uh, the cardiac boys are still at it again. So um, always keeping me on the edge of my seat. But really wish that defense would wake up, man. It, 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 like Harrison Smith is doing his thing. He got his turnovers. He showed up on the big moments. But, Man, it's like, what is up? What happened to our blitz? Our defense used to get those sacks, man, at the beginning of the season. Now we're just like Zedarius only had like one, I think, in these past three weeks before the game. So, yeah, this defense used to wake up still because Mike White, he was still dishing out a reason for him to keep starting. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. That was a close one, but they did get it done. <laughs> so you're right. That, that could have been worse. Um <laughs> Curzon's one o'clock, man. What can, no, what can I say? He's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. He's, he's on a roll. This NFC, man, it's gonna be exciting. Um, oh, and can't forget, we did sweep the AFC East. Gotta say that. Hey, That's a big step. That's right the now. best division in the AFC, and you swept. Yeah, them. yeah, That's swept the AFC East. That's a good point. But one and two in the NFC. East. <laughs> um, Won the game that mattered at one o'clock at Washington. Kirk Cousins' revenge game. It all worked out. Right. Speaking of the NFC East, I mean, this game was just a perfect ending for the most biggest and most important game that these two teams have played against each other in years because both these teams, uh, if we're being honest, have been pretty down for a while. The, uh, one of the Washington football team did have their one playoff appearance on a gross division record. 
the, but the Commanders and the Giants, they tie it out in New York. This is honestly a big win for the Giants to get this tie here because things could easily collapse. Oh. So to escape with a tie for the Giants. I don't know. I don't know if the Giants are happy. Didn't they, weren't they the ones that blew the lead? This way. <laughs> they were the ones that lost the lead, right? The Giants were the ones that lost uh, yeah, the I lead. Yeah, I mean, it's a bad look for, for the Giants, but... <laughs> <laughs> also, like that's crazy that they tied. It's just funny. I love it. And what makes it worse is you know you're going to uh, you're going to the Commanders next time, so it's gonna be it's gonna be, you know like I know we were talking about this a little bit, but I feel like this game since it ended in a tie, we just got to see this as part one and then part <laughs> two. The real winner is gonna win it. This because the Commanders literally go on a bye week and they play the yeah, Giants. That's an unfair again. advantage. The Giants have to play a game. How how's that fair? What? Hey, ask the NFL schedule, man. They <laughs> they on one. So they done some crazy stuff this year. Like uh I think they still kept the Vikings and Colts on the Saturday prime time. I don't know. He'll quote me on that. I saw the tweet, but I was still confused oh, as to whether or not we fought, hopefully got flexed. I was hoping we did, but it was still at one o'clock. So I was like, oh, who knows? Saturday. It might be a day early, but it's still at one o'clock. Who knows? But uh, man, Heineke and these dudes, man, rallying back to tie the game. What can I say? They are like, they're not quitters, man. It sucks that they couldn't score for a touchdown himself. And but then, um, you know, hey, he had to rely on his kicker. And you know, what is it Joey Sly? I think it is, or Trust White, one of the two. Um, yeah, it's Sly. Um, yeah, Joey Sly, man. He uh, he just didn't pull through for him. Or Graham Gunnell. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly thought Gunnell was going to hit it. I'm not going to lie. I thought Gunnell was going to hit it. But, man, what a game, honestly. Because, yeah, the commanders came back and fought for that tie. <laughs> Bring it over. That's a game that it feels like that's a very soccer-like move for the commanders to remind the U.S. that, hey, we still have three members soccer, even though we got our asses kicked in the World Cup <laughs> against the Netherlands. <laughs> That's facts. Oh. Okay. I mean, that is just that's f- so funny that this tie is going to come into all sort of like playoff tiebreakers now for these wild card spots, too. And so, oh, yeah, all the yeah. tie. So, like, that could end up getting them in or out over someone. Uh, that's just going to be funny. But wow, that is a battle. You are right. That part two is going to be electric. The NFC, man, this wild card race can be very interesting down the stretch here. Oh, yeah. this I didn't even consider that, honestly. I'm glad you brought that up into light because they just brought up the uh, NFC wild card picture because of this game. And oh, my God, they destroyed Taysom Hill. But uh, Brady's they, the Saints are going to blow it. That's I think they are. Right? They've got to punt the ball. They're they giving Brady two minutes. It's NFL. Come on. Two minutes, 40 seconds for Brady. Yeah. <laughs> They're about to be six and six and leaders of the NFC South, Tom Brady's Buccaneers. What can you say? But, uh, dude, this NFC wildcard race is going to be very gross. That tie does make things a lot more interesting. I completely agree with you. Yep. <laughs> that does be something. Well, speaking of the NFC and the NFC East, but not of wild cards. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles made a huge statement uh, with a 35-10 stomping of the Titans. Uh, Traylon Burks was playing good, had a nasty touchdown, but got knocked out. 
for the Titans. And after that, their offense did nothing. The Eagles destroyed them from that point on. Eagles are definitely a better team. Jalen Hurts, they didn't really – this is a huge win for the Eagles because, one, the Titans have been a good, respectable team. They almost beat the Chiefs, and they gave the Bengals a, a very close game, um, as we'll talk about those teams later. And the Eagles pretty much just smacked them around. Um, and the Titans took away their running game. And they were just like, all right. And Jalen Hurts had almost 400 passing yards and just lit them up through the air all game long. A.J. Brown had his revenge game. I mean, that's that's a huge win for the yeah. Eagles. They're, to me, still deserve to be the favorites in the NFC. Yeah, no disagreement in that in this department. Yeah. Uh... Man, they really gave them the wha- the whacking of a lifetime because, like you said, the Titans came in as a team that was competitive against both the Chiefs and the Bengals, two AFC favorites, and in- insert the Eagles, the NFC favorite, who just come in and just smack them around. I don't think the Vikings could do the same thing that the Eagles just did there um, to the Titans. So that's saying a lot. Um, my question is – I wonder if the Cowboys play the Titans. That would be my question. I don't know if they do, but if they do, that'd be a great comparison game. I feel like before if these teams, I don't know how their team schedules because I know they got to play each other again one more time. I just don't know when all that is happening. So I'm gonna do a little quick check. But uh, yeah, Colby, that's what I think about this game. You're muted, bud. Sorry, I got to stop. They do play. They do play each other. Okay. So, okay. They got to play. Yeah, they do play right before they play. Oh, my goodness. Is that – what is that technically? Can't tell. Right before New Year's. It's not It's not telling me the week, but it looks like the second week to last. So, week eight, 17, week 17, because now there's 18 weeks of football. So, yeah, week 17, that's when the Titans and Cowboys play. Right before they play the Commanders, the, the Cowboys have to play the Commanders. So, so wow, welcome to the gross, gross NFC, Colby, where it's going to be a nice, fun, and competitive all throughout. You know? Oh, yeah. It's just getting more and more interesting. as we're, The NFC is getting more and more interesting as we're going to keep talking. Don't worry. You're not right about that. Okay. Shifting away from the fun NFC to the uh, less fun parts of the AFC. Well, the, the old Broncos defense, those poor guys, they gave a vaunted effort and gave up a whole 10 points. But Russell Wilson, he just couldn't muster enough to get them over that 10-point mark. Could only manage nine. So the Ravens win in a game where they lose Lamar to an injury. Not sure how long he's going to be out. We'll see what happens with that. Doesn't look like it's season-ending. Hopefully not. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but it's probably going to be Tyler Huntley next week against the Steelers. Um, even so, the fact that the Ravens managed to win this game could be huge, and it might be what ends up getting them, sneaking them into the playoffs in the end. Um, hopefully Lamar's okay, and Ravens offense has real concerns, even when Lamar is healthy. But, man, Denver, how is Russell Wilson in this offense so bad? That like can't be overshadowed. That's in- incredible how badly this has gone. I just can't. I still am stunned it's gone this badly. Yeah, yeah, especially against a team that's known for their fourth quarter collapses and letting off the gas at that time. But shout out to the Ravens for uh, not collapsing during the fourth quarter and rallying. 
for once, you know. I know Christian's going to hate this, so I'm going to say this while he's not on here. Actually, I'm probably going to say it again when he is on here, but you have to really give credit to your OC, you know, to really <laughs> rally your offense in the last drive of the and game <laughs> to score a game-winning touchdown when you need it the most to beat Russell Wilson's offense in the Broncos. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, I was about to say, we, we'll, we'll see how Christian thinks about his OC next week when he has to try and win with Tyler Huntley or a slightly injured Lamar, seeing what their situation's at. But, um, yeah, man, speaking of the Broncos, it's just that defense at one point, uh, they've been trying – actually, I don't even know. I feel like defense – I feel like – I don't know what's going on in Denver. I have no more comments, actually, on Denver. I'm just done with them, I think. Yeah, it's a sad – For this week, I'm just – no comments. No comments. Yeah. All right. So on to another time of sadness – uh, so this lock didn't hit, although the game of the year, bet of the year, did hit. Sean Watson to throw an interception. That was a slam dunk. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. But I believe- the Texans is a lock to cover the seven and a half, or I believe that's what it was. It was just seven, so go Browns. Yeah, not. The Browns beat him 27-14. Watson did not really look good in his first game in two years. Not really a shocker there. But the Texans are just atrocious. So the Browns didn't need him to look good and they still won comfortably. The Browns are yeah. five and no, seven. Technically no. Still alive. Yeah. Uh, just as much as the Steelers. So, like, I don't know how alive, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> and the reason I said, like, you said to Bird, you're done with the Broncos. I mean, Mills is not coming back in there. The Texans, I'm done with the Texans. They're just the worst team. They're going to have the number one pick and probably pick. Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. So looking like they're gonna have the number one pick very they're, they're terrible. I don't want to talk about them. the Lovey Smith thing was so stupid. They should have just kept their coach from last year. That really made no sense. Why would they do that ever? They're just they're just so bad. So the Texans, I'm done with the Texans for now. Um and the Browns, I mean they're still alive. We'll see if Watson can shake off the rust. And what happens here down the stretch? Because if they, he can, this roster is still pretty good. Um, but it seems like a very, very long shot. I mean, yeah, the roster is so good that they can win a game without scoring an offensive touchdown. Like, I'm pretty against sure the, the Texans, against the Texans. Come on, that's not. I like mean, but one of the other it's teams. an NFL professional team, Colby. They won the game without <laughs> scoring a touchdown. Every other team has what at least three wins. Colby, is the score? 27-14. You, yeah, 27. No, the Browns are good. I'm not disputing the Browns. I'm not disputing that the Browns have a good defense or the Browns have a good roster. I'm just saying I'm not disputing that. won at least three games, and the Texans have still only won one. They're just the worst team by a pretty – actually a pretty good market. Oh, man. And the Bucks scored with 16 seconds left. Classic Brady. Good night. So oh, wait. Flag. No, wait. There's a flag. Against Brady? No way. We got to see. Yep. Holding. Offense. Oh, my. Colby. This is paradox shifting. Ah, it is the Saints. The Saints do have a little bit of uh, voodoo with against Tom. But at Tampa Bay? Uh, actually, yeah. I think they do surprise him anytime. So, yeah. You can always get him. Yeah. Always give them a challenge. All right, what's their next game? 
Was that the one o'clock slot? Uh, yes, it is. So oh, shit. fours, yeah, we sped through that. And there were also more four o'clock games this week. On to the fours. Whew, this was a close one. The, this sentence, I bet you couldn't have paid me ten million dollars if I would have thought this was a real sentence. If I asked you, asked me in the off season, but Geno Smith. And the Seahawks managed to escape with a win over the atrocious Los Angeles Rams, the worst team in football after the Texans, maybe. (laughs) Um, Stafford's done for the year. Cup is done for the year. Basically, they've all said the year's over. And it is. They they lost. They nearly had it. They gave their best effort. But the Seahawks escape. um, And the Seahawks get to play the Rams another time. So that'll help their playoff chances. but I do think there is some concern that Seattle might be kind of coming back down to earth a little bit. I don't know how much, how far you can realistically go with Gino. It'll be electric if they get a playoff spot, but it's going to be a tight race against those NFC East teams. Yeah, uh, it will be a very tight race, especially now that they got a tie in their favor. So that definitely helps them because that's one lo- That's half a loss less than what? What are you going to say, Colby? I just said maybe. Maybe. Oh, I couldn't hear it. But anyways, they're sitting good. I think they're sitting in a nice spot because you got the Cardinals who are definitely not going to do anything at this time of season. We've seen that happen every every year in the Cliff Kingsbury era. And uh, the way they've just been acting. So we'll see how their hard knocks bye week goes. But besides that, I'm not looking too confident in them. We know what the Rams are about, like you just said. They are trying to just implode, but they just gave you a run for their money, sort of. And uh, 49ers, man, we got to talk about those guys here in a minute, I hope. Because, yeah, things are getting interesting. But uh, Seattle, they're in a nice spot, for sure. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting team to watch down the stretch. I think this, yeah, this playoff race can be very entertaining. Uh, so speaking of that, the cursed 49ers who roll the Dolphins 33-17, impressive statement victory considering they did it with Brock Purdy, Iowa State legend, um, Mr. Irrelevant, balled out considering his uh, draft stock, overperformed expectations, I'd say. Um, ran that Niner system to perfection almost. He threw one bad pick. But their roster, they just dominated two. was awful for the most part. Their defense really got to them. Um, So the Dolphins may have some issues. I still think they'll be in the playoffs and are still a pretty good team, but definitely some concerns and maybe some limitations. And, man, Baker got cut today. Did the Niners, like, pick him up? I don't know. They probably roll with Brock Purdy. I hope so. I want to see it. Um, I kind of do, too. And it seems like that's what they're going to do. So we'll see. Can he be a legend and win with this incredible team? Maybe. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I kind of want to see more Brock Purdy as well. That's uh, crazy, but he always it, it does. Jimmy G went down. First of all, it does stink that that happened. Um, and it also stinks that the Dolphins lost this game because they kind of did expose the Dolphins a little bit. They said, "You got to get up into his face. You got to give him. You can't let him be comfortable." So. Hey, man, shouts out to the 49ers for figuring it out. And uh, Shanahan showing out, showing the young, young Padawan how it's done and Mike McDaniels. But uh, it was a good game. I thought it was a good game because the game started off electric with a straight up first play of scrimmage touchdown. And then Dolphins just went completely silent on the afterwards, pretty much. So 
Yeah, man. I feel like uh, I feel like we're both on the same. I think we just uh, I think we found our new bandwagon, Colby. I think it's the Brock Purdy bandwagon. <laughs> we did his famous bills when we built. No, no, come on. It's built not that. Well. I I love Brock Purdy because Iowa State obviously somebody exactly. So let's do it. Not, I'm just telling you. I saw him. I watched him play. So that means I watched him play more than you. I guarantee you. Oh yeah. And he's not he's not gonna be a good NFL <laughs> Like he was not a great pro. I I hope he can ball out. There was a time when I thought maybe he could be, but like yeah. uh, he was yeah. he's a college quarterback. But we'll see. He bought out in this game. I hope I'm wrong and he becomes legend. I'm room for him. It'd be fun. Uh we'll see you know what he is right now, Colby. An NFL quarterback. That's what it he is. is. No, he's a legend. I respect it and I hope he that'd be wild if he won the Super Bowl. I don't you might give your boy Trey Lance some time to come back. I don't know what their QB situation is like. I think Baker Mayfield might be there just to be a backup, possibly. I don't know. That's but, or start, <laughs> you know, let him back up Brock Purdy. That'll be electric. Like I said, Col- like you said, Colby, let Brock Purdy get the start. Baker back him up. That'll be, but I don't know. I honestly don't know if you want to even bring Baker into this situation. So yeah, this late in the year too, like that's the thing. It's so late in the season to like bring in a quarterback, like and teach him your whole system. Like yeah, maybe you do sign him for like insurance, but like I don't know, Brock Party, he's gonna get a shot. We'll see what he does. <laughs> yeah, gotta gotta see it through now. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they see it through. <laughs> All right, All right, here we go. Saints, Saints, a little pitch play. It's going, it's going backwards, and Failed. it's over. <laughs> so oh, Brady does it again. He always does. All right, so he's got the South locked up with that one pretty much. He's, the, these other teams, yeah, that they're bad. No, they will, but still, it's pretty much over. Yeah, it's up to the Falcons. The Falcons are not good, dude. They are not. <laughs> I can tell you from experience. Marcus Mariota, man, he's not the guy. Sad for him, but respect him. Legend, but. See, we'll see. We've got a few more weeks of football. Just a few. That's the sad thing. You can count on your hand how many weeks, on one hand, how many weeks of football we have left now. It is dwindling. It's going to be all hardwood time after that. And then it's going to be all playoff. Well, actually, you. My bad. You. You have five weeks of football. I, I get one more. I get one, at least one more at the rate the team playing. That's true. There you go. And then, and then I have to sadly, I gotta, I gotta start preparing myself for that Timberwolves basketball. Oh, wow. The, the Timberwolves need to be preparing themselves as well. Jalen Rants. That's what it's going to be. All twenty-four-seven. No, I'm just kidding. What? No, no, I'm just kidding. All right, what's our next game? What's our next NFL game? All right, and the next game we got coming up here is going to be the Chiefs and the Bengals, the big game of the week. All right, so this game lived up to the hype. This was a pretty great game. The two AFC Titans, I know we want to disrespect the Bengals, make Christian um, does, and I, I said even though I – the Bengals are my rival. Got to respect them. They got the Steelers rivals. I think Burrow is the second best QB in football. Now 3-0 against Mahomes, 
huge win for the Bengals. It was a thriller, and Burrow iced it at the end. Always so cool, so calm under pressure. Um, this is a huge win for the Bengals, and it shows that the AFC is kind of up for grabs between all these teams. It's going to be very interesting down the stretch here. Chiefs, I still think, will be really good in it towards the end, but it's not guaranteed they're going to roll through. Yeah, not a guarantee, man. And these uh, these Bengals, they really gave you a run for your money. Uh, they got your number. And you could come up with any pun that you want, any line that fits the tap or the Chiefs and how they always get handed that L every time they play Joe Burrow. But, uh, man, this was, like you said, an electric game. These receivers were putting up a show. And uh, it's a rarity you see in the Chiefs, you know. It's rare when they have these type of mistakes like Travis Kelsey fumbling and all that. So that doesn't happen often and all that type of stuff. So it does help the Bengals, though, to prove to you that I think this game, Colby, it was almost what it reminded me of what you said to me earlier in the season about how they had to go out and spend all this money to get their team a lot better in the offseason. And I think they did. Do you agree with that, too, still? Oh, yeah. No, like I think their O-line is definitely better than their O-line last year when they almost won the Super Bowl. So, like, I think it's very much reasonable to believe they could easily be back in Super Bowl. Okay. So, now, do you agree? Now, here's my other – now, what are your thought on this? Do you think this team is better than last year's Bengals? Not right now. But I think they will be by the playoffs. So, you, you do you think that the this Bengals team, in order them, for them to be – I think they have to win the Super Bowl because, I mean, you technically made the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think, like, the only way you can be better is if you win the Super Bowl. That is true. But, like, I feel like their roster is better this year, like, on paper. But, like, they did make it to the Super Bowl last year. I just, like, the offensive line is better. Maybe won't bounce their way this year. Like, they got some – they won some thrillers. They have won some thrillers, yeah. They also lost those. They lost some of the important ones too. They lost to the Ravens, which right now, if they would have won, they would have had this locked up right now, considering how the Ravens are playing. It's true. We'll see what happens. Huh? Right now, they're sitting as a wild card team. So, you know, that's... all that big talk for them, but those Ravens—they're doing what they can to hold on to their hold on to their seat. That is going to be a good one. All right. The final two games here. All right. Well, me and Christian weren't crazy. The Raiders come through 27-20. They uh, get a win. The Chargers are in real trouble. This loss definitely hurts in their playoff push. They're not eliminated, but they're outside the playoff picture looking in currently trying to get that last spot from the Jets and others. Um the, the Raiders are kind of figuring it out the last couple of weeks. They've at least got their offense seemingly figured out. So McDaniels, they're going to be having him another year because they're starting to win now and they don't want to fire him because they're, they can't afford to. <laughs> so, um, you know, those are the things are looking up for the Raiders. I do think Derek Carr has now probably won enough games. And especially if he wins one or two more, which I think he will to say, they're not going to like replace him. Uh, he'll be back next year, I think. So, you know, Raiders. What? Back for another six-win season with Derek Carr. I already like the way you're going, Colby. I agree. 
to at least seven this year. So they'll be better than six wins. I think they'll win two more games for sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they're on that. Like we kept saying, they're on their last stand. Like every, like they're ever since that press conference, I said these Raiders are on their last stand. Yeah, and I said it. I should have went with my gut feeling. I should have gone with you guys with the Raiders, but you know, I thought their last stand would have ended that week with the Chargers and Herbert. But nope, like you said, the Chargers got much bigger problems than the Raiders' last stand. So, um, that's pretty much all I had to say on that. Is what's going on in L.A. for the Chargers and what's going and the Raiders? Man, proved me wrong. I feel- oddly enough. Oddly enough. Yeah, do you think Staley is going to get fired? Probably. I, 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 it's looking like looking less and less like a chance of them making the playoffs. So probably. If they get if they have an opportunity, they can figure out how to get Sean Payton. I mean, they have to have it. Harbo and Sean Payton could be lethal. They got to do that if they can. Yeah, they got to give it a shot. But we'll see. We'll see what happens up in. I, I've seen this one take, and it was just Herbert just needs to get out of there, and I agreed 100%. Wow. We need, Herbert needs to pull uh, Drew Brees, and even though Drew Brees was – no, he was pulling Eli Manning, there we go, and just say, I need to get out of here. I Eli Manning said, hell no. Eli just said no from the beginning, but he just got to – in California throwing touchdowns. Hey, man, it's just well, not working. Yeah, you got to remember Go to sit, go to go to the 49ers. There you go, Colby. He's not gonna like be able to pick where he wants to go. He doesn't have weight loss. I know, but I'm just saying, the poor guy. He's just, it's being so. I don't know. It's just it's not rough. that. Not looking good. It's not looking good for the Chargers right now, for sure. That's true. That's been rough. All right. But even rough. No, go ahead. <laughs> You're right. Okay, but on to the final game, the Sunday Nighter. This one was really just a bizarre game uh, because Dallas and the Colts were playing it close. The Colts were hanging with them uh, right up until the end of the third quarter, and then uh, Dallas proceeded to drop 33 points on them in the fourth, and they blow them out 54-19, to just an explosion by Dallas. I mean, they kind of just manhandled them there at the end, but Dallas is a very good team. I was, we were both very wrong on Dallas. They're they're legitimate. They could win the NFC. I don't trust them at all in the playoffs because of all of recent history. But they have a good roster, and they you know the Colts are not good. Feels bad for the Colts, but they they are atrocious. Not atrocious, but pretty bad. Uh, I hmm. I, I, I do know, I don't know if the I think the Titans and the Eagles game was more of a statement and prove it game for me, for me to say the Eagles are still the favorite of the NFC. Um but yeah, it was a solid performance. It was like what 30 some unanswered points straight on the Colts, because like you said, it was a close one and they just said, All right, enough play time. We're gonna go ahead and take off with this. Um yeah, they really uncorked one on them for real, dropped a forty burger in matter of a quarter. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty much what we all expected. It was a blowout. We thought the Saturdays might actually. I don't even think any of us thought the Saturdays would give them a fighting chance. I think we all went with the Cowboys. Yep, and it was ten and a half points. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we kind of saw this one coming through, and the Cowboys said that they were like, "Yeah, we got you, boys," and there you have it. <laughs> there you have it. 
<laughs> that was no, I mean, it just it wasn't an impressive performance. We'll see what the Cowboys do down the stretch here in these big games. Yeah, more bigger games, especially when they have to play Brady in that wild card game. <laughs> hey, man, who knows how those those Bucks will be by then? That is the real test. So yeah, that concludes the Sunday slate. I think that was our best time ever, probably uh, going through it. Very fast drive through. So. Apologize for slightly rushed, but it was good. That, that was a pretty electric Sunday. Well, it's going to get real interesting down the stretch here. There's a lot of teams still in the mix. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of teams in the mix, a lot of things going on and stuff. So I really I really wish we could do a wild card breakdown probably in these next couple of weeks, you know, get ready for that. Um, also thinking we should probably change up our power rankings if we could do that. Maybe we should do it on every even week. All right. So after week 14, after week 16, and after week 18. All right. So that way way we get some more in there and everything. The final three stretch for the playoff push. Teams can make a playoff push, so can we. But we're still not going to do it every week like those major media people. So. All right. I like it. Um, All right, Cole. Before we sign off, I do have, since last time we were on here, you dropped your NBA tears, and me didn't really get a chance to, to talk about it that much. Hey, I'm, I'm glad to bring back the tears, bro. I'll pull it up so, right now. Yeah, you can pull it up for yourself if you want. I got them right up here for myself on my on my trusty old notebook. Word. But uh, I got a couple questions or a few questions for you, the, just, just, uh, just to see what you were thinking. All right? All right. You know, I'm always happy to talk some NBA. There's been some games since then, too, so. It's pretty – it's very interesting times. All right, here we go. So in the month of December, this is December questions, all right? All right, I so love it. December, which team do you see bouncing back and getting the most wins and getting up a couple – let's say this, yeah. Which team do you see bouncing back up a couple categories? Um, I mean, realistically, the Warriors, I think they'll probably be right at the top of the West. They're going to kind of figure out their issues. Um, I definitely think they'll bounce back up. They're the – prime candidate the lakers have also been really good lately 80 is playing insane I wanted to say too. keep that going for a long stretch but they could potentially be very dangerous i'll say the warriors for now but the lakers are turning it up so they would right. at least a tier probably they might get out or they could get out of this territory yeah much. i was about to say or the biggest jump that's pretty much what that one would be um colby for december it gets cold which nba team is going to have the biggest cool off and probably have a little bit of a losing streak this month. Ooh. Pretty much drop a couple tiers. Biggest drop off. That's a tough one. There's a lot of prime candidates. The Jazz, I want to say the Jazz, but they've already kind of been starting to drop off. So I don't know if that feels like too much of a cop out. Um, they, they are kind of slanting off. Man, that's tough. I'll I'll honestly say I'll say the Pacers just because they are still such a young team. I want to believe in them and I, I do love their pieces. So they're ahead of schedule right now in their rebuild. And I think they'll be in the playoff mix, but I could definitely see them uh sliding down here. I, I think the Kings are a better team right now than the Pacers, even though they have that same tier. I I, tr- I feel like the Kings are more built to be like playoff caliber down the stretch, even in the West. Right there, you pretty much answered two. You answered two of my questions. Oh, uh, sorry. 
No, you're good. That was perfect, man. I added it. I added one. Don't worry. But uh, yeah, I was thinking the Pacers. I was thinking to myself, which one would he say? Kings or Pacers? In that same situation, pretty much. I'm glad you said the Pacers. Because uh, I was afraid you were actually going to say the Pacers. But uh, glad you said them because I came up with another question for you anyways. All right. So two more. Colby, which team should we watch out for these holiday season? Oh, that's a good one. Which team should we watch out for these ho- during the holiday season? There's a lot of potential sleeper candidates out there. A lot of teams that are playing really well. I'm going to say the Pelicans. They are, when they're all out there and they're all together, they are really good. They thrashed the Nuggets the other night. Um, they're right now right there in the mix with a two seed at the West. They could be in the running for the top seed if there are people are healthy. When Zion's out there, he's incredibly, incredible on offense. They have Ingram McCollum, like they have defenders, Alvarado, they're deep. They're a very good team. When they're all out there, they can beat anyone. Um, I think they could be potentially in the running for a top seed this year if they keep playing like this. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to, I'm, I was surprised you said the Pels, man. I was thinking uh I was thinking you're gonna say probably like the Grizz or the Suns, something yeah. boring. Grizz are also but you said something hype. I'm, I like that Pels take because you know, especially when they just like you said, gave the Nugs a big run for the bullied them from their money. Yeah, they all right, Colby. Yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna let you reminisce on that loss too long. So Colby. <laughs> You have three teams in this category, in the can't trust them category. I only want you to pick one. Which team do you think will cool off the most during December? Of those can't trust them, the Hawks, the 76ers, or Nets? Which of those three teams are going to fall off the most? You got to pick one. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to say the Hawks. I think the Sixers, I feel like have the best chance to be above this category the hawks I, I yeah i don't know young and murray they kind of work but it's still kind of a weird fit and the rest of that raw team and roster like they have some nice pieces but it's not still like not great not super reliable you don't know what you're going to get with a lot of their guys down the stretch it's still mcmillan like he, he had that great playoff run and that great year but hasn't been amazing since um, they started out really hot. They've been very up and down since. Uh, I just can't trust Atlanta ever, especially with Trey Young. As great as he's on offense, he's not a good defender. Um, he's still worth it because he's unbelievable on offense. But it's just kind of a weird team. And so I think they, I could see them falling off a lot. Yeah. I, know, I was about to say, I saw the clips of a little bit of dispute going on there for McMillan in the, in the squad. Only reason why is because those three teams, I agree, there's no trust in them, man. And I think they have the biggest fall. I think they have the biggest chance of falling off besides, uh, obviously, the getting nervous category in my Timberwolves. Definitely can see them dropping off after this month because of no cat. But um, yeah, that, all three of those teams, just because you got, you know, constant Kyrie drama, 76ers, I think they're just, somebody's always hurt in the 76ers. And, yeah, when it comes to the Hawks, you know, their meshing problems was something that we uh, we pretty much predicted at the beginning of the season. And there's moments where it's like, oh, man, it looks electric, and you can see DeJounte and, and you know, 
man, I don't know why I'm blanking out on literally the biggest star, the Trey Young. <laughs> literally, literally those two just balling out, having the time. But yet, you have moments like this from Nate McMillan and them just getting drawn at each other. So, very interesting in the NBA as always. Colby, final thoughts. Oof. Man, it is going to be an exciting NBA season down the stretch. I'll say, though, my final thoughts, I have to go back to a place of bias. And I'll say uh, the Steelers' next two games, they play Tyler Huntley, possibly for the Ravens, it's looking like, and then they play the Panthers. If they, I think it's conceivable, they win both these those two games. If Kenny Pickett keeps improving, it's possible. They might not. They could lose them both, too. They're still not a great team, but could win those games. Mike Tomlin streak of never having a losing season could be back alive. It might not be dead yet. If he can win these two games, sneak one or two more down the street. I mean, who knows? Anything's possible. If he gets to 500, get some tie. I I would be, I'd be mind blown. Cause I was, that was why one of my big takes coming into the year that I thought this would be the season that it's over, but (laughs) I mean, I thought, I thought it was long gone, and it still might be. They might not win these games, but just say. <laughs> I know. I thought it would just be cl- – I know it's going to be close, but damn, man, he has made it go down to the wire. Um, my final thoughts are going to be this college football playoff goal. Surprised we didn't talk about it too much, but uh, good times. No Bama. Uh, yeah, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and TCU. the Ohio State, sadly is still in there i'd rather see ohio state play georgia than bama though that's way more exciting yeah i, I agree i'm glad bama didn't i don't think bama yeah. really was and of course usc chokes the pac-12 obviously just done each other in when usc had that four spot so, oh oh wait actually Utah worked usc or I not gotta, work just beat them i gotta take i gotta call oh a lightning but, audible here all right, what do you got? The final thoughts. Because you're right out there in Colorado. Deion Sanders. We didn't even say anything about that. Yeah. yeah. Colorado, that's wild. That's huge for Colorado. What, what is going on out there? Uh, Deion's going to find out how how this is weird out here, man. He's, I don't know how he's going to like it. I don't know. I think he's going to have them jumping quick. Oh, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of people are hyped that he's out here because this program has stunk for like 20 years. Yeah. So everyone, everyone's really, really, a lot of people that went to school, because there's a lot of people that went to school there that I work with. So they are really, they're excited and everything. They talk about going to a game and stuff. I liked how he already addressed the media that his quarterback's going to be his son and everything. So the media is already buying into him over there. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all develops, though, because like you said, CU, man, they they have not been good at football. But he's a big-name guy. So, I mean, he can fix that in one season. It's going to be interesting to see how he does it. Yeah. So. I love it. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, overtake your final thoughts. I just forgot about that. No, you didn't. He didn't overrupt anything, man. That was some good stuff. That was beautiful. Always, always a pleasure. Woo. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.